Morning, Rabbi Yisrael. We're going to be starting again the uh, sugya of killing on Shabbos Kodesh, and of course the malacha of shechita shoichet hachoyva. We started yesterday, just to understand a little bit again. The idea, of course, is that any type of netilas neshama, any type of taking out and killing a neshama, is an issue on Shabbos Kodesh. That's the av the told is called hachoyva, which is to cause bleeding, which of course are very it's a very common shaila just. On a simple manner, let's say, for example, Zev, a guy has a splinter, and he wants to take out the splinter, and he knows, obviously, depending on the Matthias, if it's thick enough or if it's deep enough, by taking out that splinter, that's going to cause bleeding. Are you allowed to do that on Shabbos Kodesh? It may cause pain to have the splinter in, right? Are you allowed, Yaakov, to go and take out the splinter if you know it's going to cause bleeding? Or, for example, you know, all all different shiders, you know, taking off a Band-Aid, scratching a wound, something similar to that. Um, all sorts of shalies that could be coming in that we'll have to discuss in the Gabi Now yesterday we discussed in a general manner the issue of killing in a practical form regarding washing lettuce, um, opening up the faucet, the tap on a sink, if there may be bugs in there, and those sorts of things. And the general halach is that of course a person has to be careful unless it's an Israel, unless it's a covered abrius situation where he's got no choice. And, uh, Shaloka Derech Grama, we gave a double different, you know, two from over there just to mention as well. Two things that we forgot maybe yesterday. Number one, we mentioned a couple of times of the idea of muktzah. We spoke about the idea that, you know, bug is muktzah, balechaim is muktzah, the Shulchanon brings it in Shinches, that balechaim are muktzah, which means that bugs are muktzah, which means, of course, you know, to go and obviously you're not going to kill it, to wash it away with your hands. You've got to be careful because of muktzah, but there, there are heterim of what we call graf sharei. I'm not sure if the oilam have got there already, I don't think so, right, towards the end of Semen Shinches, we talk about Graf Sherei, Graf Sherei, whatever you pronounce it, which means something disgusting, that there are Terim Legabe Mukta to move something that's disgusting, even though it's Mukta, right, common example, if you have, <clears throat> if you have, for example, if you're eating uh, um, pistachios, right, and you open up the shells of the pistachios, and you put them on, on the table, and eventually you have in front of you a pile of ich, disgusting shells, so that's going to be pashtas a graf shere. The shale ain't oisig graf shere chatchila. Are you allowed to put it there a chatchila? Okay. But upon it, when it's there, you're allowed to move it. Why? Because it's disgusting. So there's a special heta of moving something that's mukta if it's disgusting. So who are din? When it comes to bugs, many bugs are repulsive and revolting to most people, I would assume. And therefore, if that's the case, there are heterim of moving them, even after they're dead, by the way. The stomachs are, let's say, for example, you have a macaque. Anyone knows what a macaque is? Very good. You have a cockroach that's, you know, dead on the floor, for example, and some people are eckled. It's disgusting to be there. So, of course, it would be better to do it with your foot or with a broom rather than taking a tissue or whatever. But again, it's a graf shere, and therefore there could be a terim to move it. But this is not a hilchas mukta shaila. You guys are learning that in the morning. We'll leave that to the morning seder and the marimukomis that you have. We're discussing now shechita. Let's move on now to, oh, the second thing I wanted to discuss was the gabe, a baby. That could be also the guess. Somebody mentioned at the end of the shear. What if you have a baby? We're discussing, you know, flies and stuff. What if you're in the sukkah and you have a bee or a wasp or something and the baby could be allergic? So, rather, we're not discussing now a situation of if someone is allergic. You know, if you have babies, there, of course, there's more of a mockim, you know, to do things that need to be done. Not outright to shecht, but maybe to do trapping, sod, and maybe going on and take it out and prove it outside. Now, Sumay, what was that? Revoir on the shelf. Oh, okay, children on Shabbos. Next, Rabbi said, let's move on to some of the heterim of killing on Shabbos Kodesh. There's a Gemara in Shabbos, that talks about the following. Very interesting, sugar applies to many situations. There's the Gemara. If you have a Gacheles, a Gacheles is what? 
Good, good, good. Asha what? A coal. Very good. If you have a coal, we're talking about a red hot, boiling hot, dangerous coal that's in the middle of the road. And there are kids hanging around over there. Kids are going to touch it, right? And if they're going to touch it, it's going to be cause them danger. It's going to cause damage. It's going to cause all sorts of things over there. So the Gemara says anything that's a hezekler rabim, right? Another example is a thorn. The Gemara tells us in the Rishus rabim, you are allowed to move it in that case. Whatever. And therefore it's going to be muta. So therefore the shaila is what happens if you have an animal if you have a creature, you have a creation of the Rabbi Nishram's wall, Hashem, that happens to be dangerous to various people. Are you or are you not allowed to move or damage or get rid of these, these things? And remember, there's two shilas. There's Tzad, Tzedah, which is trapping. That could be one way of getting rid of it, Yaakov. And the second way of getting rid of it is obviously to kill it. So there are three categories of animals that we'll try to discuss. We'll try to get to all of them today. I'm not sure we will. And then we'll continue tomorrow with Ezra Hashem. The first category is the category that actually could kill someone, Rahman Litzlon. The second category is ones that don't kill but do physical damage. And the third category is more common, which are things that inflict, you know, minor discomfort, minor annoying, you know, annoying um, pain or discomfort on a person. So let's go with number one. Number one, any animal that would kill someone that has the ability to kill is... Even if it's not doing anything, it's not running after anyone, it's just chilling in the corner over there, but you know that this is an animal that has the ability to kill someone, right? That's Bikuach Nefesh, and therefore that animal can be killed on Shabbos. Included in that would be a scorpion, a poisonous spider, of course you have to know what it is, a dog with rabies, or a black widow spider, for example, has the same idea. If you know what these things are and you recognize them, you're allowed to step on them and kill them, of course, in a safe manner, Zev, on Shabbos Kodesh. By the way, what if you have a suffix if it can kill? Meaning, I don't know if this is the one that can kill. Do we say, oh, says Shimon, Sofik B'Kuach Nevesh. Sofik B'Kuach Nevesh, what's the halacha? You could be Mekel, right? The answer is no. Why? Because over here, no. You're right, Sofik B'Kuach Nevesh, you're Mekel. But why over here do we not say that? I have a Sofik, what's that, Asha? Oh, very good. Two Sveikas. You have Sofik number one, if it's going to bite or run after anyone and do that to begin with. And the second Sofik, if it's even going to kill anyone. So Mimela, according to that, the Orchashulchan brings that down, by the way. The Orchashulchan says, what should you do? Ask a guy. Get a guy to kill it. You get a guy to kill it. And therefore, if they're, and they're coming after someone? Why? Right now it's chilling in the corner. Right now it's chilling in the corner. No one's really around. It's, it's, it's it's a big suffix if it's a, if it's a re, if it's not such a suffix and it's more of a korovel of vadai that it's going to get someone, so then probably you could be make on that case. Because again, it's a malacha shen so you're going to go for anyway because they don't need the animal. So even the shkita that I do is not the shkita of the spitz of malacha anyway. So there's definitely a mockum to make another case. And also if you've got, let's say, a baby around and you've got like a hornet or a, or a bee or a wasp and you know that there's a shayla that the baby could be bitten, whatever, and this, this animal is hanging around over there too much, there's definitely a mockum to be makele in that case. Let's move on, Rabbi Isai. What about an animal that will not kill, but it could inflict serious injury or damage on a person in that case. So what's the din in that case? So it depends. The Shulchan Aruch says that there's enough gamina if the animal is running after someone or it's not running after someone. Meaning if the animal right now or the bee, the, whatever it is, is running after someone, is physically running, like as you can see, it's coming to attack. In that case, the halach is, Shulchan Aruch passes very, very clearly, you are allowed to kill 
the animal. That's posh. It's running after. Even if it won't kill someone, but it's going to inflict serious damage and it's running after someone, Nuchi, then it is allowed, you're allowed to kill it in that case. Remember that Allah, it's very, very important. Uh, not, not, not a mosquito bite. And not being killed. In between. Right? Mosquito bite will be the next section. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody's pet dog is running after somebody. Right, they're not going to kill you, but they're going to bite you, and it's going to... Okay, that's... Be serious? It could be if it's a baby, or someone that's allergic. Okay, but that could kill you if somebody's so then, then it's more to kill to begin with. So you have to know... What's about a regular person that's going to get a bee sting, that's going to be... You know, it's more than annoying, whatever it is. If it's running after then, if it's running after, then you can kill them. Yeah. Not the stump hanging around. You see, it's it's... It's ready for action. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's ready for pouncing. Right, Morty, you with us? Gavaldic. What if it's not running after? What if it's not running after? It's just, I, I don't want it around. It's not running after anyone. So I have no heta to kill it. So here you have a heta to trap it. If it's not running after, and it could cause quite serious damage. Again, we're not talking about a mosquito bite. A mosquito bite's not causing serious damage. You're talking about something that's going to cause a lot of pain, especially on kids, that's for sure. And it's not running after anyone. You could trap it in that case. Um, you could, by the way, Mesiach Lefitumoy kill it. I don't know if you could even say that, that it doesn't even work, Mesiach Lefitumoy. But it means, it means basically if you see it on the floor, and you sort of just like happen to walk in that direction and crunch, I'm not actually, Moish, you know what I'm talking about, I'm not actually outrightly stamping on it. I'm walking that way, and it's like, you know, happens to be, say no. But no, it's not fooling anyone. This could cause serious damage, but it's not running after anyone. So you have a head to the trap, and you can kill it in that way. Remember, even when you kill it, remember what we're doing over here. Rabbi said, this is Moish, this one's for you. This is not a loophole, okay? Let's remember and understand that halacha works with a certain set of rules, and therefore to be over the Isidorais of Shabbos, Legabe Shechita, I have to need the animal. I don't need the animal over here. It's anyway a malacha she'ain it's sri chalaguva. It's loy nichalei. It's it's loy ichbaslei. There's many shalek derech. Maybe you could say as well. There's many tzirufim that you could say that it wouldn't even be included in the malacha machshaves. Which of course we would tell someone, even if that's the case, chas v'shalom to do it lechatchila. But in a situation where it could cause damage, that's why there's a mokayim to be making in that case. And of course the third madrega is an animal, which is probably more related to mosquitoes and things like that, that if you have a mosquito over there, which is going to cause a bit of annoyance, because a mosquito bite is annoying. It's not, again, we're not talking about someone that's allergic, we're not talking about a kid, we're talking about someone gets a mosquito bite, there's mosquitoes. We are blessed in this building to have many such wonderful creatures in this wonderful building, right? Come on. Well, let's put this way, when we first moved into the building, it was kefelach. Like I, I remember when we first moved in, in my office and in Suli's office upstairs, we had two machines of, of you know, those blue light things, whatever they are. You couldn't, you couldn't. <laughs> so, can I know? I said the oil, it's gone less, right? It's gone less. Remember, it's gone, it's gone down, it's gone down a lot. Hashem. What? Now it's only the dorms? Ah, heat rises. Okay, so it goes all the way up. <laughs> So that's how you get people in the base medrash. Ah, Gavaldik. Akoponim, so that's going to be something that doesn't cause serious pain. It's annoying. Something like that, it's a mosquito, it's annoying in that case. So, Lemaisa, there's no real heta to kill the animal, even if it's coming after you to bite you. Even if you know this mosquito is coming after you to get your blood out, you have very sweet blood, and it wants to get it out, won't help you, because it's not going to cause major damage in that case. You can ask, by the way, a goy to kill it. 
You can ask outright. You can ask a guy to kill it, that's not a problem, right? Where kill a mosquito? Ask him, right? It's a shvus to shvus, but what Shvust or shvust, you can ask him outright. You don't have to do uh, remez. If the mosquitoes cannot just suck your blood out, if you flex, it'll die. If you flex, it will die? Is that a true statement? Has that been proven, Rabbi? That's very interesting. Right, it's really say it's true? I don't know. We have no confirmation about that information. It's live on Tony time, so I don't want people to get upset. I don't know if that's true. We have to try it out. Huh? No, you can't trap it either. Not if it's not if it's not if it's not no, it's not causing major pain. Unless it's for a kid. Kid will cause major pain, that's something else. That would be okay over there in that case. Um Rabbi said, let's move on. Okay, so you know, I'll tell you what we'll do. Those are the three categories that I wanted to discuss, which are Nagaya to uh the killing and trapping. Um, for a baby, of course, we're much more makel if there's pain. Trapping it for sure would be much more makel in that case, especially if it's on the child or it's near the child and you want to get it away from the kid or something like that. There are posts from that are even makel. By the way, Ash, I think you asked this a second ago. There are posts that are makel if it's mummish on you and it's coming to bite you, then you can trap it, not kill it. There are hetem over there. It's more makel because it, because you're going to let it go. It's only hetem for tzedah, which we're not going to discuss. To make a situation as mutter, that would be okay. Um, Rabbi said, tomorrow, what I want to do, Tully, is discuss the Indian of bleeding and causing bleeding, which is negated to brushing teeth, which is negated to flossing, which is negated to band-aids and all sorts of shyness of thorns and thistles and, 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 and whatever, which we'll discuss with you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.